The next time you visit a zoo, make a point of walking past the ape cages. Imagine that the apes had lost most of their hair, and imagine a cage nearby holding some unfortunate people who had no clothes and couldn't speak, but were otherwise normal. Now, try guessing how similar those apes are to us in their genes. For instance, would you guess that a chimpanzee shares 10%, 50%, or 99% of its genetic program with humans? Then ask yourself why those apes are on exhibit in cages and why other apes are being used for medical experiments, while it's not permissible to do either of those things to humans. Suppose it turned out that chimp genes were 99.9% identical to our genes, and that the important differences between humans and chimps were due to just a few genes. Would you still think it's okay to put chimps in cages and to experiment on them? Consider those unfortunate, mentally defective people who have much less capacity to solve problems, to care for themselves, to communicate, to engage in social relationships, and to feel pain than do apes. What is the logic that forbids medical experiments on those people, but not on apes? You might answer that apes are animals, while humans are humans, and that's enough. An ethical code for treating humans shouldn't be extended to an animal no matter how similar its genes are to ours, and no matter what its capacity for social relationships are feeling pain. That's an arbitrary but at least self-consistent answer that can't be lightly dismissed. In that case, learning more about our ancestral relationships won't have any ethical consequences, but it will still satisfy our intellectual curiosity to understand where we come from. Every human society has felt a deep need to make sense of its origins, and has answered that need with its own story of the creation. The tale of three chimps is the creation story of our time. For centuries, it's been clear approximately where we fit into the animal kingdom. We are obviously mammals, the group of animals characterized by having hair, nursing their young, and other features. Among mammals, we are obviously primates, a group of mammals including monkeys and apes. We share with other primates numerous traits lacking in most other mammals, such as flat fingernails and toenails rather than claws, hands for gripping, a thumb that can be opposed to the other four fingers, and a penis that hangs free rather than being attached to the abdomen. Already by the 2nd century AD, the Greek physician Galen deduced our approximate place in nature correctly when he dissected various animals and found that a monkey was most similar to man in viscera, muscles, arteries, veins, nerves, and in the form of bones. It's also easy to place us within the primates, among which we are obviously more similar to apes, the gibbons, orangutan, gorilla, and chimpanzees, than to monkeys. To name only one of the most visible signs, monkeys sport tails which we lack along with apes. It's also clear that gibbons, with their small size and very long arms, are the most distinctive apes, and that orangutans, chimpanzees, gorillas, and humans are all more closely related to each other than any is to gibbons. But to go further with our relationships proves unexpectedly difficult. It has provoked an intense scientific debate which revolves around three questions. 
What is the detailed family tree of relationships among humans, the living apes, and extinct ancestral apes? For example, which of the living apes is our closest relative? When did we and that closest living relative, whichever ape it is, last share a common ancestor? What fraction of our genetic program do we share with that closest living relative? At first, it would seem natural to assume that comparative anatomy had already solved the first of those three questions. We look especially like chimpanzees and gorillas, but differ from them in obvious features like our larger brains, upright posture, and much less body hair, as well as in many subtler points. However, on closer examination, these anatomical facts aren't decisive. Depending on what anatomical characters one considers most important and how one interprets them,